0: what's up guys welcome to indian markets with kr a podcast where i talk about how the indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future i also talk about a few stocks and my trades so uh glad to see you here and let's get started all right so firstly welcome to this episode and uh, there's going to be a bit of a change happening this episode onwards and it is uh, you know it is something to do with the stocks that I talk about and uh, the change is that I'll, I'll limit the time that I give to the stocks because it just feels very very odd to me when I speak for like 10 minutes on random stocks just sort of ranting away and uh, at times it, it I feel it gets a bit uh, you know boring and I feel it gets a bit, uh, you know, drab, which is why, you know, the the big stock analysis thing, like the proper full-fledged stock analysis, uh, uh, you know, sort of audio, because that is all this is, it's an audio. So the proper stock analysis audio will be available from now on in a separate episode. I'll title that uh, just stocks or some some some. shit. I'll title that something. Uh, but this these normal episodes will have every single thing that we've had so far, excluding the proper stocks things. Instead, I'll just talk about certain stocks which I felt were like the highlight of the day or, uh, you know, stocks that I noticed or observed or stocks which are in the news or something. So that is all I'll talk about in the regular thing. And uh, there'll be, again, there'll be a separate episode for the proper stocks analysis. And it'll probably be a weekly one or it'll be something which, you know, as in when I analyze them, I'll sort of bunch them up and then I'll share a video on the, on that. This also means that there is a chance I'll, you know, cover stuff like industries and, you know, which industries uh, is performing well or not. And there, there's just a lot more that I can do this way. And it becomes more palatable that way because you don't have to like spend ten minutes me uh, 10 minutes listening to me ranting about a few stocks. If you just want to, you know, get the gist of things, so that's what this will do, hopefully, and yeah, that's gonna be like the main change from now onwards. And also, this episode might be a little bit shorter. In fact, uh, some episodes during this coming a week or two might be a little bit shorter. And the reason for that is because I might be away from the markets for a bit, and uh, as a result, you know, there might be days when I haven't taken any trades, or there might be days when I haven't observed the market as actively so that might have some sort of an impact on my analysis also and that is what a you'll observe today and b you might observe in the coming few days so uh, you know i just want to give you guys a heads up on that and rest assured i will try to you know post uh, these uh, episodes as regularly as i can uh, as i always do but i'm just you know giving that heads up so without any further ado it's already three minutes up let's get started Okay, so the day's view overall based on what I observed was quite restricted and what I mean by this is that I found that a lot of stocks were just unwilling to go above a certain level and they were also unwilling to go below a certain level. So it sort of worked both ways and it was interesting to see because one stock that I was observing is DCS and it was was just battling it out and this is the future by the way like tcs future not the tcs uh, spot but the tcs future just seemed to be battling whether it wants to be above 2200 whether it wants to be below 2200 so it was sort of uh, you know the range was between 2195 and 2205 so it was just playing around in that field similar thing with lnt and reliance so that is what i mean by restricted you know it seemed kind of uh, odd to see just that that range bound thing happening and overall i was not able to monitor some of the other stocks that i generally do not not a lot of uh, currency also but overall what i got is that the markets in general were much better on friday now you know that that is obviously a good thing as far as the markets go i'll come to more uh, i'll come to that more in the indices section but it just seemed as if uh, it was out of place but you know finally a better day for the markets than before Uh, still no decent volumes the volumes were still low so that is what the overall day felt like and was now we'll move on to the currency segment so overall in the currency markets it seemed that there were decent moves and the support levels were respected very well now unfortunately i was not able to trade any currencies because when I was, you know, when I was looking for pairs to put in. So I, I believe I looked at USD, INR and a few others, uh, but they, they were just not showing me the kind of confidence that I wanted to. And then I was not, uh, you know, I was not with my uh, phone, so I was not able to, uh, you know, look at it properly. But it did not inspire confidence at first. However, it so it went down initially and then it took support and then it just made some very nice moves. And again, that that sort of uh, that support was taken at a CIP. So it looks like change in polarity levels are very important in currency trading uh, as far as I can tell. So that is something that if you are you know planning on getting into the markets, that is probably one criteria that you'd like to backtest with um, that is the CIP levels and the levels in general. So uh, make sure you're looking at that. And yeah, overall, I believe all the pairs were positive, ended positive. So that's USD INR, EUR INR, GBP INR, and JPY INR. So all of them were positive, and overall a kind day for the forex markets as well. Okay, so Nifty closed at 12,245.8. It's up one hundred and nineteen points, and this is a big, massive move, uh, especially after you know the the fifty to sixty rupee moves that we were seeing. Uh, in the past this is a big sizable move i feel it it is almost uh reversed what losses we saw or what you know what the index lost in those previous two sessions so it has almost reversed that completely and it had 42 gainers if i remember correctly so 42 advances and eight declines so that's a reasonable ratio i feel and overall the volumes were still very much low and uh it it was just a positive day. So now the reason why I think this is happening, A, is because the index might be comfortable at those uh, 12,000 plus levels. So that is obviously one reason. Uh, the second reason is that, and this is the one which was a big reason, I feel. It had tested 12,200 previously. In fact, it had threatened to test 12,200 uh, 12, even in the past. And the very fact that it was able to, you know, get back on there means that it still has some uh, strength in the market. So those 12,200 levels are still being respected. Uh, with that being said, with such low volumes, it makes me wonder that possibly the involvement right now is uh, more of a retail involvement. As a result, uh, there is a chance that this might not stand. So depending on what the bigger players feel of the, about the markets, uh, you know, when they sort of step in, we might just see a correction happening, uh, you know, in these uh, indices. Again, Bank Nifty is very similarly placed as Nifty on the daily chart. So it's at 32,412.35, up 414 points. So very similar, uh, similarly placed on the daily chart. On the weekly chart, it is a doji for Nifty so that that obviously says that there is equal amounts of sort of uh, well it's almost doji so there's almost equal amounts of buying and selling pressure and it is uh, it's a hammer ish pattern on uh, on bank nifty so that means there is more support at lower levels for bank nifty than there is for nifty so that is a positive sign for bank nifty now one of the reasons why this may uh, this may have happened is because uh, N. Raman, the finance minister, had a meeting with the PSBs on Saturday, and uh, so obviously this is past Saturday; it's Sunday now. So, what was discussed were, you know, basically more of a pep talk of sorts, is what I understand. And it was she; she basically just said that, hey, if you're if you're an honest banker, if you're a prudent banker, I believe the word that she used, you do not have anything to worry about. So, that is what she used now. Another way to read that is that if you, uh, you know, are not a prudent banker, if you're, you know, indulging in malpractices and all those things, you probably need to worry. So all of the banks which have scams and underreporting and all of those things are probably going to see some tough days ahead, but those which are inherently strong should ideally not face an issue. So that is, you know, it as far as bank Nifty is concerned. Again, very similarly placed uh, Nifty and Bank Nifty on both the charts. Bank Nifty had 10 gainers and 2 uh, losers. So that is where the inde- indices were placed. Again, very interestingly placed. And that support is very evident on the daily chart and on the weekly chart. So this coming week should be interesting. Again, it's still the holiday season. So until about 4th Jan or so, uh, I do not see the volumes coming back. So it's, it looks like 4th Jan is uh, Saturday, Sunday. So probably... By sixth Jan or so, we should be seeing those volumes uh, getting back to the normal levels, and that is possibly when we'll see you know the bigger players uh, doing their regular moves. So till then, uh, I feel the market is mainly driven by us retail investors and traders. So it might just you know move uh, in slightly weirdish directions, and uh, you know again that is probably what we saw on Friday that positive move. So that's my take on the indices as a whole and yeah interesting moves now another sort of uh, observation that i had and i just read my notes and that is why i remember this is that the percentage of top gainers were all pretty good i mean 48 uh, 42 is to 8 and 10 is to 2 not bad ratios but the stocks that are there are very odd so we've got coal india access bank access bank is fine but we've got coal india bpcl power grid those are not really you know stocks that one would expect to invest in or get into unless you are willing to take a bit more risk because they are more news-based stocks and that makes me wonder why they are there and uh, the stocks which were not performing well are more of the common stocks yes bank Wipro, britannia all of those and uh, they, they did not lose by a lot so that's possibly why because the masses were doing good uh, you know it automatically sort of pulled the markets up, so that might be one of the reasons why we saw a good day on Friday. So that's just uh, that's just what the markets are telling me right now. And yeah, let's let's move ahead. And yeah. All right. So on Thursday, I'd mentioned uh, I'd mentioned Ronnie Holdings, and that was up like eight and a half percent during the course of the day so that's pretty wild and that that sort of made me think about uh a, think about a trend that's been uh that I've been observing as far as you know these are these stocks are concerned because igarashi and uh, sterling tools were also sim- uh, picked uh, picked from a similar list and they also did very well so that that got me wondering that I should probably just include those uh stocks in that selection. So if you're wondering which selection that is from, it's the volume gain. So like when the volume increases, uh, those stocks are mentioned here. And it's basically, you know, counted on the average volume. So I just wanted to talk about that. Now the stocks that are here, and I I won't mention a lot of stocks because, um, you know, I'll just keep it limited stocks that I feel might have some potential. Very first one is Kaveri Seeds Limit, Seeds Company Limited. So KSCL is the ticker. So I'd probably look at that. That is also, uh, you know, above its moving average resistances. So that is a good stock in general. Another stock that I'd look at is uh, ICICI Securities because that has also seen a nice volume increase. Uh, Rani Engine Val Limited. Now I'm seeing a lot of Rane stocks here. Rane group I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're from the same Rane group. So I'm I'm seeing a lot of Rane group stocks here. And uh, from what I understand, Rane group is making, you know, their automotive slash train components and all of those things. And uh, that 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 made me think about something. Now I was I was just, you know, looking at news today and I saw that the government is planning on breaking down the monopoly in the train uh, carrier business and stuff so basically the railway business will no longer be a monopoly and that made me sort of realize that is possibly why we're seeing so many metal stocks and so many auto uh, component stocks such as you know uh, Igarashi I'm assuming they also have something to do with uh, uh, you know with making railway stuff so we're probably noticing a lot of these stocks going up because of that And that is also why the volumes for these stocks are higher. So even stocks like Kirloskar Brothers and all those, they are some way or the other related to the train industry. So that might be one of the reasons why we're seeing those in these lists. And uh, that is also something that I observed. Uh, So yeah, I'd probably continue looking at these stocks in general. We're also seeing some very steady volume increases on uh, Alu Alia Contracts Limited and Hatson Agro Product Limited. So those are also some stocks that i'd look at and yeah that is it for this episode's stock list again it's it's a bit basic but that's because i want to keep the entire thing more palatable again a more in-depth one will be uh, uploaded and published shortly so if you are into you know more in-depth analysis of stocks make sure you're, you make sure you tune into that it'll be titled appropriately and now let's move on to my trades all right, so I tricked you guys. Uh, my trades were zero because I did not take any trades for the day. So instead, I'll just talk about uh, I'll, I'll just talk about a lesson. And more than a lesson, I feel this is more of an observation and more of something that I've learned and uh, sort of understood over the past few weeks. And those past few weeks started on September 14th, uh, which is my birthday, and it's also the date when uh, my PC stopped working so since uh, since September 14th till date I've not been able to trade uh, properly uh, again air quotes on properly uh, so it's like three plus months uh, and that made me realize something and that is just how powerful and just how efficient uh, you know our phones can be and the reason is that my, me and my father also have been using our phones extensively for this purpose uh, since the past few weeks as I said and sure there are some differences uh the you know the, the broker that i use uh has some minor uh changes in and differences in the charting and such but overall it's very interesting because i can you know i can be sitting in a room and i can still trade so it, it it's very interesting uh that way if you remember i was out of town and i was trading purely uh, purely based on my phone so that's a very interesting thing and i know a lot of people uh, who listen to this are you know either full-time employed or students or just not sure how they can find out the, and figure out just not sure how they, how they can squeeze out the time to get into the markets actively now this lesson is for you guys and the lesson is that just use your phone uh one of my friends in uh, college he used to trade uh Pretty much every single day towards the end of the semester, and he used to do that in the middle of the lecture using his phone. So I'm not condoning that behavior. Pay attention in your lectures, but it is it is really not that hard to trade on your phone. So if you're if you're you know uh, thinking that hey I don't have a laptop I don't have a multi monitor setup how do I trade you can just use your phone it really isn't that big of a deal. So do not let that stop you. In fact, when I was interning at Jet uh i i often used to check my phone for the prices i I used to you know check where the markets are headed and you know trade also purely using my phone so that is something that you could also look into uh just just make sure that the broking platform that you're using has a decent and sorted charting setup and if that's the case then you're good to go so this this lesson is more uh, relevant for people who, you know, are, are either office goers or students or people who want to get started, but do not understand where to find the time. So don't worry, you can just sort of pull out your phone whenever and look at the charts and have have every single thing uh, set up over over a weekend or something. And uh, then you can just take it from there. So I just wanted to talk about that. And yeah, I think that that's it as far as the lesson for today is concerned. Again, I could not really trade on Friday, so the lesson is not related to trading, but this is still very relevant, and this is still uh, very useful, I feel, so, yeah. Alright, so, I hope you found this informational and helpful. Again, I do know that this episode was shorter than usual, and, you know, it it just did not give me the uh, vibe of recording a weekly analysis, even though this is a weekly analysis, uh but that's fine that's probably because the stocks uh, that I'd mentioned were not uh, were not there in this episode they'll be in an, in a separate episode and also because I did not really trade so I'm slightly out of sync with the markets from from Friday so I'm trying to uh just look at the charts and interpret rather than telling you how the overall markets were live so that's possibly why that disconnect is there uh, but don't worry uh, this is this is not a regular occurrence for me so the the normal in sync or at least more in sync and less out of sync uh podcast episodes will be available to you shortly starting tomorrow so again happy trading and uh also a quick little note first january is not a trading holiday i found it out today only i was expecting that woohoo first january first january trading holiday but no that is not the case that's fine more opportunity to make money but uh, you know, if if you if you are under that impression too, then uh, sad stuff. You know, <laughs> it is what it is though. Happy trading tomorrow. <laughs>